1: of tis the Podcast, the podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 366 days per year. I'm Anthony. I'm Julia. And I'm Tom.
0: And Happy I can't Leon wait. Leon Day, y'all. I cannot hey, wait until 2021 so we can say 365 again, because it just feels wrong. Oh, I know.
2: That one extra number, you know, is terrible.
1: It is. But it's Leon Day. That's something you get excited about.
2: I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't, yeah. Does it, does it feel like Leon Day to y'all? I know in the middle of the summer, it's always difficult, right? Because we're really chomping at the bit for Christmas and it's hard to feel Christmassy in the summer. But I think this is the most Christmassy Leon Day I've had in a very, very long time. Really? I don't know if it's, I think so. I think being with everybody at home all the time just kind of feels like Christmas. (laughs) This is like the only part of it that feels like Christmas, but This Leon day feels different. Maybe it's because like the month of April lasted for four months worth of time. And so now when I sit back and I think it's only six months until Christmas, that's like nothing. Next
1: month is Christmas in July, which means all the Christmas movies will be playing for a month on Hallmark and all those other channels.
2: I forgot about that. All month. I'm super excited.
1: I am too. (laughs) So how's your week been, y'all?
2: My week was great. We took, um, we took a little mini family vacation since we didn't go to Disney World this year. I got some extra vacation days back. Where'd y'all go? And we went to the Salt Plains up in Jet, Oklahoma. Have you ever been there?
0: We've not. We've talked about going, but never actually been.
2: Yeah. So it's super cool, Anthony. It's a prehistoric ocean or lake. I think ocean was up there and it dried up and it left salt plains. And you can dig for selenite crystals. Mm-hmm. And look, here's some of the crystals I found. Aren't they amazing and gigantic?
1: Wow, that's, that's huge. Beautiful. That's what she so said. cool,
2: right? Yeah, well, there that is. But we took, we took a Anthony, of we've shovels. had
0: that covered so many times on this episode. <laughs> that is never what she said.
1: April uh, made that yeah. very clear
0: to all of us.
2: Oh, God.
1: She made that very clear two weeks ago. And I made it very clear what I thought of her with my rating of that movie. Oh, <laughs> <brother>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah we took shovels and we went and we dug for crystals and it was crazy hot but it was fun we left the baby with grandma and Aww. we had a fun little road trip we went through Pahaska and saw the pioneer Woman stuff
0: what day did y'all go
2: we went last wednesday and thursday
0: that must have been amazing
2: it was awesome i'm still kind of tired from it
0: how's your week been tom My week has been great. I uh, had a friend from my old job come work for me. And another friend from another company is coming to work with me because I was at an offer. So I'm building up my team at work and having fun and doing some cool stuff. When we were recording the other night, I made espresso right beforehand. And apparently it wakes Ellie up. So I cannot make nighttime espresso anymore. Oh, Oh, that's a shame. I can't
2: believe that doesn't keep you awake. Nah.
0: I'm immune to, I'm immune to caffeine. But Ellie did tell Christine, <laughs> you this week, so, you know.
2: Oh, no, where did she hear that? Oh, my God, <laughs> she just out a the blue. I didn't
0: know what it meant or anything. It wasn't like... She was angry.
2: (laughs) So fun when that happens, but it's horrifying at the same time. And you're like, you can't respond the way you want to, which is by laughing. It was
0: just at home and it was just us. So, you know, we were able to keep it cool. There was no embarrassment. But either of y'all watched the new series, Central Park? Yes.
2: No, it looks good though.
0: It is amazing. The music in it is just a hit out of the park. The music is great.
1: It's very Bob's Spurgery. Obviously,
0: it's Bob's Burger with music. Josh Gad. I mean, the voice talent is incredible. I think it's just so funny. I I wish they would have made the 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 real part. I see of Bob's Burger. Well, the son is the exact copy of Gene, right? he looked i mean yes. it's the same character just with curly hair and then the mom is linda belcher i wish they i'm hoping as the show evolves that they develop the characters a little bit more but so far i really like it i like the daughter's superhero song weirdos make great superheroes <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: i like all that. i, I just
1: love everything josh Gad sings in that show <laughs>
0: So in it Julia Josh Gadd is a uh, troubadour. He's just a musician in the park. He's inserted himself in this narrator role and he's very self-aware of everything of himself knowing everything that's going on. They're just seeing where they go. He goes to watch people in a house and he's like, "Uh, no, this isn't creepy. I'm the narrator. It's fine. But maybe we should hide." <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I think you'd like it.
1: Uh, I was excited this Leon Day or this past week cuz y'all <laughs> Y'all made it to to New York to see the Christmas tree, which is up for some reason. I guess we're celebrating beautiful. Leon Day.
0: It's awfully, <laughs> it was an awfully great way to celebrate June.
2: It was, it was right?
0: I was a little hot. I felt overdressed.
2: <laughs> you were very overdressed. <laughs> and that's the first and time I, I fixed my hair in, what, 10 weeks?
1: It's just another average day for me.
2: <laughs> Drinking hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wandering the city with a drink in hand.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs>
0: I realize I probably shouldn't make fun of your raging alcoholism on our Facebook page.
2: <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, okay, so there was one comment on there, by the way, that looked like they the one that said, wear your masks. Uh-huh. Did you see that comment? Yes. Very funny. Made me laugh. But part of me was like, I wonder if they think we were actually there.
1: Well, that you know I mean? same person reacted with a laughing face. So I don't think okay. they did.
2: Okay. Good. Because that's oh, the boy. first
1: thing I checked when I saw that. It's like, oh my god, does this person actually think really, is a real <laughs> really, really think
2: that Tom is walking around <laughs> so in New York City?
0: <laughs> and they haven't obviously um, listened to our podcast if they even question whether or not I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was wearing a um, mask for it was cool. You were. You, you were. were. You really were. You were like the beginning.
2: Marty still says, he'll still be like bring it up. He'll be like, man, Tom really called it. I'm like, he did. He did. I thought he was being a little aggressive. Well, people did. When he came back from, yeah. But now he's like, yeah, he, he like pretty much called it. Like,
1: for, yeah. once, for, for once, Tom was correct on our show. <laughs> no. Tom's I'm like our water stick now. I'm pretty used to it.
0: <laughs> it's, you know, I tell people, there are two crosses I've been forced to bear in life. And, you know, I I take them as I must. And one is that I'm deeply, deeply humbled by everything around me at all times. I just feel this this great amount of humility, probably more humility than anybody else on earth. And um, (laughs) it's really hard to keep that up sometimes, though, when I'm always right. You know,
1: (laughs) Tom, did you get the memo? This is not an April Fool's episode.
2: (laughs) Oh, man, that totally reminds me of a quote from a few weeks ago that I totally forgot on the ref episode.
1: It was I'm mother. Sure next sure. year, I'm going to get you a cross for Christmas. So every time yeah. you feel disrespected, you can nail yourself to
2: it. To it. That's right. That was such a good quote. That was a good quote. Oh.
1: I love to point
0: out one of my one of my favorite parts of the the scriptures are when Moses in the uh, Pentateuch is called. It's, it's it says that moses is the most humble man on earth and jewish and christian tradition teach that moses wrote the pentateuch so <laughs> moses is calling himself the most humble man on earth it's scripture we can't argue with it but on the flip side if you're saying you're the most humble person on earth doesn't that negate uh, what's well, like
2: calling yourself the one who god loved i always thought was pretty
0: that's well pretty seen. awesome too right? <laughs> right disciple whom jesus loved yep
1: <laughs> speaking of awesome I think we're covering something pretty awesome tonight, and that is the one Christmas episode of the 2015-2016 series The Muppets, which ran on ABC and lasted a whole 17 episodes, 16 episodes before it was canceled. Sadly. Well, if this episode is
0: indicative of what the other 16 were like, I can see why. Oh, please. I hope you're trolling,
1: Tom.
2: I think he's hardcore trolling.
1: Uh, he better be. I think he loved it. So for those of you who don't know, a brief overview of the show, it's set in Los Angeles and depicts the everyday personal and professional lives of the Muppets during production of the Jimmy kimmel esque Uplate with Miss Piggy. And it's a parody. It's a mockumentary of like The Office and Modern Family and Parks and Rec. So you get the Muppets looking at the camera and addressing the camera with their internal monologues. And it's hilarious and different while still being... Classic Muppets.
0: Yep, I feel like it takes that that style of the Office, Parks and Rec, things like that, and um, it's so much funnier because they're Muppets, right? We're seeing these deep <laughs> thoughts and these inter dialogues, and 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 it's more real situations than what the Muppets have been in the past. You know, it's always been comedy, like like you're dealing with love and breakup and heartbreak. And <laughs> the last Uh, time i saw the last time i saw puppets try to do that i went way too far in team america world police that was too much
1: even for anthony
0: that was way (laughs) too much i could not believe what they did in that show did you see it julia
2: you think i saw it (laughs) it's It's too much for you
1: it's too much don't see it this was the first muppets television show since muppets tonight was canceled in 1998 did you all watch that show when it was on no that was a great one. Was it? It was. I'm pretty sure that show was what... It introduced one of the big ones. I think it was probably Pepe, who then appeared in Muppets in Space while that was still on. Yeah. No, that was uh, the, during, the,
0: during the brief, like six years of my life when I actually had a life and had things going on and didn't watch much TV. Uh,
1: I'm so sad for you that you were ever at a point in your life you didn't, like, you didn't appreciate the Muppets enough to set aside time for them.
0: Just saying. <laughs> um, you know, I had other things going on
1: had other things going on
0: i was working Mm -hmm. a christmas tree lot at the time you know selling christmas trees during all my off school hours which is the cool (laughs) i I still will say i know i've said it on here before that is my favorite job i've ever had
2: Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool quite
0: envy i envy
1: jerry davila Mm -hmm. yeah he has an awesome day job he does so the intention behind this series Bob Cushel, the executive producer, said, we have the opportunity to explore these characters as individuals with their own emotional lives that are separate from each other and aren't shadowed by each other's presence as they think they've been for the last 20 years. It's not just a behind-the-scenes look at the show, but it's a relationship-driven emotional stories that people go through in their personal lives. Everyone in this version of the Muppets wants to push them further in a way that they've never been before. Rightfully or wrongfully, the Muppets became more of a kid's product over the years. We want to bring them all the way back to what they're intended to be, and then some, which was made for adults but kids could enjoy at the same time. But never so much that anyone has to explain anything uncomfortable to their kids. And I think they nailed it.
2: Yeah, I think they nailed it.
1: Yep. Unfortunately, yeah, it was also hit out of the park. Unfortunately, audiences didn't think so, and either did critics. They thought it was too adult, yeah. and the network ended up canceling it. But this episode, we'll get into histories in a second, and discover whether you watch the show or not in general. But in case you haven't, this episode is indicative of the rest of the show. So I didn't think this episode was particularly not family friendly.
2: It was great. It was totally family friendly.
1: The
0: only word I was hoping Ellie did not pick up, and she fortunately didn't, was when they talked about how sexy it is to see
1: a woman's back hair. Oh, <laughs> you <Hey>, Rizzo. <laughs> Rizzo, it was funny. So I'm not gonna go through the cast because the Muppets, their Muppets are real. There's no one playing them.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> but, just uh, as real as
2: Mindy Kaling.
1: Right, Mindy Kaling's our big human guest host on the show. And this show had a lot of great guest hosts. Uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon, it had Elizabeth Banks- that's Jason it. Bateman, Ed Helms, Christina Applegate, Nick Offerman, Liam hemsworth I had a bunch of people on this show. So
2: Ron Swanson was on the show.
1: He was.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, the Foo Fighters, Pentatonics, yeah, a bunch of people.
2: So did they keep the same format every week of an actor and a music? Yeah.
1: Best. Pretty much, but yeah, all your favorite Muppets are in this TV show: Kermit and Gonzo and Miss Piggy and Rizzo and Fozzie and Pepe and the Electric Mayhem Band and my personal favorite Swedish Chef. Swedish Chef. My personal favorite ancillary character, though, Uncle Deadly.
2: <laughs> so funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I think the I think the Office is kind of an unfair. Well, not an unfair, but an incomplete comparison because really, this is thirty raw.
2: Yeah, it's 30 Rock with the testimonials. Yep. Right. That's the first thing I said to Anthony after I watched it. I'm like, it's 30 Rock. So good.
1: So what are your histories with the show? Slash this you episode want- in general. Today. Either of y'all.
2: Mine was last week. I got a jump on it and I watched it a week ago.
1: Did you get a jump on it or did somebody bail on us last minute and what we were supposed to record and all of a sudden became a jump on it?
2: A lot of shame you just taped there. I was earlier than I usually am at stuff like this. Anthony? <laughs> Let's put it that way. I had heard of this show on TV. Um, I I had seen commercials for it. I'm a big Muppets fan. And I can't remember the commercial exactly, but there was enough adult content. And you've got to take that loosely, right? In the trailer for the show, for me to be like, that doesn't look like my Muppet. And I'm not going to watch that. And so I don't know if it was a poorly cut commercial. I feel like at some point, like one of the Muppets was bleeped. And I was like, why are they doing that to my Muppets? And so I didn't watch the show. I didn't know it was only on one season, but I didn't watch it. And I'm regretting every moment of not watching it. <laughs> and I plan to <laughs> remedy that shortly and binge the whole season as soon as I can. And yeah, it's on a
1: cliffhanger though, just so you know. Oh, Should we like never get so resolved much? about it? Nope because
2: they were anticipating another season
1: yep pretty much i mean who would think the muppets would get canceled
2: right after watching this episode who would think the show would get canceled
1: after watching this episode the biggest disappointment for me is that we didn't get more christmas episodes from this show
2: right oh my gosh they would have been so good um i loved this episode
1: i watched this when it aired and i loved it the first episode like most first episodes of everything kind of shaky but it hit the ground running after that yeah i was very sad when it got canceled but this show is like laugh out loud funny to me, as we'll get to when we talk about favorite parts and everything like that.
2: It is literally laugh out loud. I was watching this in the office with my AirPods in, and I was laughing out loud, so much so that Marty had to come in and be like, what are you watching? And so I pulled him out, and I put the audio through my phone, and I played him the part that cracked me up so much. And he laughed, and then he just kept hearing me laugh, and he'd poke his head in and be like, you still watching that? Yeah. <laughs> Literally laugh out loud. Funny.
1: So the episode we're covering is a one Christmas episode the show did. It's called Single All the Way, which aired December 8th, 2015. The Muppets prepare a holiday special for the show with Mindy Kaling, as Kermit and Scooter work to find an alternative to the musical number after hearing Kaling sing during rehearsal. After Becky breaks up with Fozzie, Miss Piggy gives him relationship advice, and soon wonders if it's too late to rekindle her relationship with Kermit. Displeased that she was not in the Secret Santa drawing last year, Yolanda rigs the gift exchange. Meanwhile, Sam the Eagle hangs up mistletoe in order to get janice to kiss him
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh man so funny
1: so yeah there was basically an a b c and d plot and of course like every episode and every muppets movie ever there are a bunch of problems that kermit needs to solve in order for the muppets to put on a show this year it's Fozzie is supposed to play santa in the sketch from up late with Miss Piggy, but normally Jolly Fozzie is despondent (laughs) because his girlfriend broke up with him because he can't take anything serious. So he
0: makes a silly face
1: at her when she accuses him of it
0: to try to lower
1: lower the tension. (laughs) (laughs) As as Fonzie would, you know? (laughs) When Kermit tries to give him advice, Fozzie says to him, basically, no offense, but you broke up with Miss Piggy, so you don't know what it feels like to be broken up with.
2: We also have the side story of Mindy Kaling is visiting set because she's the guest host for that week. She's an awful, 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 awful singer. (laughs) And they all realize that minutes to air, hours to air, right? Like the day they're going to film this thing. She's an awful singer.
1: I think it's an hour to air.
2: Yes. And they try to, in a very muppety way, convince her that there's a different skit she should do, a funny skit instead of a singing skit. And she decides, no, I'm going to sing. And so
1: how much, how appropriate is it, by the way, that it's Gonzo, Rizzo and Pepe who are the writer's room. That just makes sense to me. Like you would just want to spend all day in the writer's room with the three of them. Yes. Yes,
2: absolutely.
0: Again, it was just like 30 Rock. That's where the funny people were, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. So that's that side storyline, right? So they're trying to figure out how do we deal with a terrible singing Mindy Kaling who thinks she's awesome. Uh, You also have the Yolanda gift giving (laughs) this one is so funny the yolanda the rat she's a rat secret santa thing she was left out of secret santa last year she wanted to make sure that didn't happen again this year so she decided to coordinate it and by virtue of coordinating it she also gave everybody her name (laughs) and so throughout the episode people are trickling in
1: i was just gonna say it's like uh we covered that plot before in house when house put his name in for everyone to draw yes. in secret santa it
2: is exactly that but the ending is so much sweeter yes. of on this one the ending to that one's really good um and then the other storyline you have is between mrs piggy and kermit kind of they're only together talking at the very end in the scene but there's a lot of talking about them in the scene so they've broken up you can tell miss piggy's still bitter slash sad about it you can you can tell kermie's still you know sad about it and all of the fozzy talk at one point fozzy goes and talks to miss piggy about about missing becky and miss piggy tries to play it off like super cool right like i'm not hurting and it's all good and look at all the stuff i've got and fozzy makes her realize as he is realizing oh doesn't stuff make you sad he leaves happy because he thinks maybe i can have a second chance with becky and she leaves sad because fozzy's just made her realize that well, because Fozzie
1: thing. says something, like, about how much it sucks to spend Christmas alone, essentially. Well, he, said,
0: he said, all those things won't keep you warm. Right. Yep. And she's
2: like, but look at all my things. Yeah, and all those things won't keep which
0: you warm. Which just doesn't
1: make sense, because I'm sure she has blankets. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a part of the thing. <laughs> I mean, she's in Why more Me Up, I can tell you that right
1: now. And on top of that, our D-plot, which only has a few scenes. so it's probably my favorite running gag throughout the episode is sam the eagle trying to get Janice to kiss him (laughs) because he has his crush on her and by the way sam the eagle i don't know if it was made clear in this episode his job at the studio is censorship (laughs) to basically oh my gosh which is perfect for him
2: (laughs) i did not pick that up from this episode would we have picked that up from this episode i don't think
1: so i that's okay. why i said yeah i'm not sure if it was mentioned but yeah he censors the Perfect. scripts and yeah that's but so great that's he really so great. wants janice to kiss him so he hangs mistletoe and intends to wait there all day for her to walk by right uh, that gets derailed by a creepy muppet i've never seen in my life before this oh my show. gosh
2: his name was chip his eyes were so unsettling <laughs> Yeah.
1: The pupils blinked. The pupils, not even the eyes. They did. <laughs> but he is what you would call. think of when you think of the worst stereotypical depiction of a geek, right? He has the glasses yeah. and the nasally voice. And and uh, yeah, he's just very, very unsettling. It's kind of like when you realize Swedish chef's hands are real human hands for the first
2: time. Yes, it is
1: unsettling. But of course, Kermit being Kermit figures out a way to save the day. Well, Miss Piggy helps too because she's the one who gets Fozzie happy again and he gets another chance with Becky. But Kermit figures out, okay, we can't stop Mindy Kaling from singing, but we'll get everyone out on stage to sing with her because nobody should be alone for Christmas. And I really liked that moment at the end where it's only Kermit off stage producing the show watching and he's waved on stage to join them.
2: Yes like that
1: too and him and piggy have that a heart to heart too about you know what happened between them
2: yeah and they had a really sweet quote at the end of that one what he says to her and i can't remember what it was
1: he said uh you know piggy there are people all over the world alone sitting on their couches all by themselves until you come on their tv and make them feel like they have a friend that's why you were my favorite show long before you were on tv
2: That's it. Yeah, that was so sweet.
1: It was. It really was. Okay,
2: so the Kirby Piggy storyline had a sweet resolution. The Mindy storyline had a sweet resolution. The Yolanda the Rat storyline had a very sweet resolution. And so obviously everybody finds out that Yolanda gave her name out to everybody. And instead of getting angry, I mean, they do for Mm -hmm. like a minute. But instead of getting angry and staying angry, they realize, I think it's Risa that's like, oh my gosh, we left her out last year, didn't we? And so they all bring all their material on while she thinks she's about to get busted. And they all say, you know, we didn't want you to feel left out so we want to make your season, your holiday season something special. And so much heart in that one too.
1: Mm-hmm. And even Sam gets a little happy resolution because even though Chip ruins his kiss under the mistletoe, When they're at the, what I assume is the office wrap Christmas party at the bar afterwards, Janice comes up to him and says it was really nice. She saw him talking to Chip earlier and thought that was really sweet of him because Chip doesn't have many friends and she gives Sam a little kiss on the beak and that was really cute.
2: That was really cute. And then Fozzie ends up happy because he gets back together with Becky and he's able to maintain some seriousness in the phone call.
1: She couldn't see my face. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: love it <laughs> i'm sure we've talked about this before because we've covered the muppets twice before now but who's your favorite muppet
2: favorite muppet ever
1: muppet like of the muppets not fraggle rock or sesame street yeah right i
2: think kermit's my favorite
1: i really like Fozzie and gonzo
0: although in this episode it was really rolf the dog that did it for me when he was like jolting <laughs> for some mistletoe oh <laughs> Well, that was going to be my next question. Who was your favorite in this episode? Rolf the dog. Julia. Or Swedish Chef when um, he just offers food. Uh, What's-his-name is pouring his part out to him.
1: <laughs> and he's just in the background of that one scene, licking the cookies and putting them back down. Oh,
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, for me, it's a tie for this episode. It's a tie between Pepe, because I love Pepe, or Big Mean Carl. Oh, Big Mean <laughs> Had Carl. my favorite line in the entire episode. I mean, that's <laughs> what got me laughing out loud, was one of his lines.
1: So. <laughs> so for me, it's Gonzo in general, usually. Yep. On the show overall, it's Uncle Deadly. <laughs> I love so Uncle Dudley. In this episode, though, it was probably Sam the Eagle, who's not yeah. one of my favorite Muppets, but in this one, he had me laughing. <laughs> I may have to re- retract mine. I I really forgot about Big me and Carl
0: reading. <laughs> and <that before.
1: laughs> so, do you all want to just hop into favorite scenes and quotes then?
0: I think that's a dangerous thing because I I honestly <laughs> think we're gonna go straight from like the beginning to the end for favorite scenes, and I'm we may just sure. end up reading the script. <laughs>
2: oh wouldn't that be a fun read through okay so it's the big mean carl quote so Fozzie's is super depressed that he can't be santa so they're taking auditions for other santas big mean carl if you've not seen the show is a very large monster creature right whose lower jaw like just just gesticulates like in a perfect way like it's unhinged almost so he's not just funny to look at he's also funny to listen to and so he's auditioning for santa and he goes the night before christmas and all, all through the house not a creature was staring not even a mouse because i told him to shut up
0: Did that just remind you anthony
1: how <laughs> dare
2: he's totally from new york
1: <laughs> <laughs> rizzo is totally from new york
2: oh i love rizzo rizzo's maybe my favorite I don't know. I
1: can't pick. It's super hard to pick. I like all the Muppets except Miss Piggy, as we've talked about. Although yeah, she was bearable then, in this one. Well, I think uh, they limited her Miss Pigginess, right? Is, There's yeah. a really sweet episode in the season where Robin, you know, Kermit's nephew, comes to visit. And oh, he Piggy. comes to get away because his parents are going through a divorce. So Kermit had the heart to tell him him and Piggy broke up. So him and Piggy have to act like because he loves the two of them together. So him and Piggy have to act like a couple throughout the episode. It's so cute. Oh, Aww. Aww.
2: you gotta watch
1: that. I'm gonna go and read my quote. Go for it. The Tom. Ralph one. Yeah, Sam says
0: to him, "I just had a bad experience with a sprig of mistletoe," and Ralph, ooh. I got into some last year and ended up spending Christmas in urgent care and no dogs aren't supposed to eat it, but it's berries and leaves and just so delicious. You, uh, got any on you?
1: So I like when, I like when Kermit approaches Fozzie for the first time. He's like, Hey Fozzie, what happened with you and Becky? And Fozzie's like, Kermit, it's terrible. She wanted to talk about whose parents are we going to spend Christmas with? And I. And I said, I always wanted to just meet Jerry Seinfeld's parent. Let's, let's go there. And, Kermit, and Kermit's like, hey, that's pretty funny. And Bob's like, I know. But then she said, I never take anything seriously. So I made a funny face to break the tension. Then she said, we're done.
2: Oh, poor <laughs>
0: i liked i liked what uh mindy kaling is singing
2: quote singing
0: and uh janice says you know there are all these people talking about how bad she is and janice says oh she's obviously releasing the evil spirits from her soul
2: stay strong sister we know it hurts (laughs) okay so i'm gonna do a pepe quote um, it's when uh, Rizzo's talking about how, what he got Yolanda, he got her a dress, right? And a backless just, dress, so he could, back- because
1: he finds the back hair sexy. It's
2: That's sexy right.
1: when, you, there's
0: something sexy about seeing a woman's back hair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Pepe, like, is looking at him, and so you cut to a testimonial with Pepe, and he goes, Here's the thing. I got Yolanda, so that devious little rodent is lying, okay? And there's only one reason for this. He has me. Life is a chess game. And what is the most powerful piece on the board? The brawn. He <laughs> looks <laughs> He's got all of them. So I love
1: when, at the beginning of the episode, Kermit sees Fozzie with all the kids, and he's crying dressed as Santa. Kermit's with Scooter, and he's like, what's wrong with Fozzie? And Scooter says, Becky broke up with him this morning. And Kurt's like, oh, that's horrible. And Scooter's like, yeah, I know. She breaks up with a a great guy like Fozzie, and yet my mother is still with Ken. Ugh! Cut your nails, Ken! You're not a Spanish guitar player!
2: (laughs) Oh, boy.
1: I really liked
0: it when when
1: Chip talks about how he sees numbers as colors. And he says, I'm talent for it, I realized when I was yellow and a half years old.
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh he's so creepy (laughs) that was so funny though I have an Uncle Deadly quote so it's when Fozzie goes to see Piggy and Deadly's in there with Piggy and Fozzie starts talking about stuff, and he brings up the whole you know Piggy's like I'm you know I'm fine away from Kirby and Fozzie brings up how she's alone (laughs) deadly goes can open worms everywhere
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i love when sandy eagles hanging the mistletoe <laughs> so he he goes to this doorway looks around surreptitiously <laughs> and then he has his testimonial with the camera mistletoe a seasonably appropriate w- way to finally jumpstart my relationship with janice <sighs> hoping this works because i can't wait to bear till march and then he takes out a kiss me i'm irish button <laughs> and then it just cuts to him standing under the mistletoe and he's like and now i wait <sighs> i should have brought my kindle
0: <laughs> i really enjoyed the aerosmith concert too even tyler was looking great <laughs> there's there's a scene after the the rap where they're having their Christmas party and Echo Smith is playing, but they gets confused for Aerosmith. And uh, what's his name when he sees the, uh, the picture of Aerosmith, that's Aerosmith and is mortified by
1: Steven Tyler's appearance. <laughs> 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 so I, I like when Uncle Deadly is helping Piggy with the ugly sweater. And Pigly, Piggy's like, the sweater is definitely ugly. Was it ugly enough to wear to George Clooney's ugly Christmas sweater party? And Deadly is like, trust me, Piggly, I'll make it ugly enough to wear to the party, but apparently not ugly enough to be your plus one.
0: <laughs> Whose, sweater Whose sweater was it that, that walked in later? A scooter? Scooter. See, scooter. Yeah, he's like, this is, that's an ugly sweater. Take it off for me or something. And he's like, but my grandma, my mom made it for
1: me. <laughs> And then he's like, the things I have to do in show business. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking in show business. So I like, after, you know, they pitch this idea to Mindy Kaling, and Mindy Kaling (laughs) walks out. Pepe's like, where'd she go? And Rizzo's like, she left. And Pepe's like, I'm liking these muscles, because he's in a bodysuit. And Rizzo's like, yeah, for the first time in your life, you don't look like such a shrimp. (laughs) And Pepe just punches him in the face.
0: This is the second movie we've covered this month that has St. Lucia candle wreath hats. Yes. Oh
1: yes, Swedish Chef had it.
0: Yep. All right. That was cool. Swedish Chef, St. Lucia, makes sense. That's where the tradition comes from in Sweden, so it makes it was a nice homage to Swedish Christmas culture. Uh,
2: the the uh, beaker stuff was funny at the very beginning when, uh, what's his face? Dr. Yeah. Bunsen. rigs beakers now. To
0: light up, and it like hurts speaker every time it happens. <laughs> we don't
1: have a Rudolph scene. <laughs> well, then it's just for our enjoyment, I guess, right,
2: Beaky? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> he's not in the episode a lot. Uh, he's just in the background, but he does have one moment at the beginning I really liked, and that's when Kermit comes on stage. And he's like, how come the tree's not decorated yet? And then you just see animal, and he's like, "Tinsel, tinsel, ah, Christmas in my belly." <laughs> I like animal.
0: Uh, I like we have when we have uh, Statler and Waldorf, and yeah. I don't remember which one. One of them says, "Oh, it's my favorite time of the year," and they're like, "There's something special about Christmas." Wait, it's Christmas. <laughs>
1: There's a great episode where Fossey shoots a t-shirt gun into the audience and it hits one of them in the head and knocks him out and he gets sent to the hospital. And Fozzie basically becomes, you know, like that comedy trope. He feels so bad, he becomes their personal servant. for. Th- oh my god! <laughs> uh, I've
2: got to watch the rest of this show.
1: And you alluded to this one earlier, Tom, but I, d- I did love when Fozzie's talking to Swedish Chef. He's like, oh, Chef, you've been married for such a long time. If your wife left you, do you think you could live without her? And Swedish Chef like drums his fingers on his face like he's thinking, <laughs> and then he's like, mmm, cookie cake. I was like, yeah. Maybe later. <laughs> there was, what was the one other quote? It's when Chip shows up under the mistletoe. With Sam the Eagle, he's like, Sour cream and onion Pringle, they're shaped like the human tongue. And Sam's just like, I'm fine, thank you. Sometimes I lick the coating off and then throw the rest away. All the flavor, All the n- none of the calories. Life hack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are shaped like a tongue. That's so gross. <laughs>
1: So, did this episode have a Linus moment?
2: Sure, uh, the Yolanda with the presents felt very Linusy to me.
1: I thought Piggy and Kermit's Piggy and Kermit's like, ugh, scene was kind of—it's <laughs> harder than you think, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it it its Kermit.
0: <laughs> oh thank you I, I know you just did that to make me feel better thank you anthony you know
1: what you're welcome tom
2: yeah that would have to count because it's the whole loneliness at christmas and,
1: and the final scene i thought was very line where they wave kermit on yeah. stage what? and everyone's together singing it was yep
2: super christmassy all the christmas feels in this episode so would you guys watch this one again around the holidays oh, yeah yes. absolutely christmas canon adding it
0: Yep. awesome I, I feel sad that i hadn't seen it before
2: yeah me too that makes me so happy it's so good it's so good
1: (laughs) so are we ready to rank it this is like our miscellaneous shows christmas episodes which does not have a lot on it it's supernatural the x-files sabrina and the brady bunch episode i'm gonna say 10 i'm
2: gonna say
1: 10 too i'm gonna say 10 too
2: perfect 10
1: this is our first TV special. That I got a ten, isn't it? On the miscellaneous Christmas episodes. Yep, there's something about that one that put me right in the mood when I watched it, and you know, I think it was a perfect thing to cover for halfway to Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah, it gave me all the feels, mm-hmm. and then some. All the feels, all the and heart, I didn't have and all to the laughter.
0: Put up with Miss Piggy much, so that helped a lot
1: too.
2: it's the perfect amount of Miss Piggy.
1: Imagine being her personal assistant. Poor Uncle deadly
2: Um, if you watch this and love it as much as we did, and want to tell us who your favorite Muppets are. Or whatever and um, you can do that on any of our social medias um, and it's easy to get to any of those all you do is go to com backslash Twitter Instagram Facebook groups Facebook reddit um, you can come and you can interact with us and um, we really love the cool stuff that y'all bring up to us as listeners and you give us really good ideas for what to cover and we really like hearing your input on all these episodes as well so can be a part of our community
1: you can also tell us why uh you know if you didn't like this episode so we can tell you and explain to you directly why you're wrong <laughs> and uh just be aware as well a lot of you said you were in for our christmas in july episode about telling us about christmas traditions in your country state or city and uh you know it's five days until july now so if you could get those recordings into us via podcast.com or our phone number, which is what, Tom?
0: 918-200-9220
1: We would really appreciate it. And hopefully it's a lot of y'all, because we love listening to our listeners' voices. Where else can the listeners find us, I think us, Tom? they could
0: probably go to tisthepodcast.com slash Patreon and get some
1: really cool Patreon bonus content for as little as $1.00 Come on. And we have some cool content up there. And July 4th is right around the corner. And I know we've talked about doing Hamilton for that. So that would be really cool so check it out and if you don't want to join patreon but still want to support the show in a free way like our facebook page like our social medias and um leave us a review on itunes because every new review helps new listeners find us and helps us to spread the christmas cheer 365 days per year guess what y'all what there are only 184 days until christmas that's my line. You can take the better one, Tom. I'm in a giving mood. Oh, that's a Christmas miracle. It's only 26 26- weeks
2: that's exactly six months
1: that is
0: one half a year yay
1: and we know like christmas and july's next month and you know that's when all the back to school stuff will be going out whether or not back to school happens in a lot of states <laughs> but uh usually july we've talked about this on the show before once the end of july hits it's like we're on I a downward me. slope so in only a few days you can listen to our regular episode find it in your feed when we cover very murray Christmas with listener Gary Blauman. So make sure to check your feeds on Monday, per usual, and watch the special beforehand. Until then, have a happy Leon Day, y'all.
2: Happy Leon Day. the With
1: the kids and
2: everyone you up the the good news is I
1: figured out the Mindy situation. No one should be alone at Christmas.
2: It's the happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings
1: and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the happiest season of all.
0: You know, Waldorf, this is my favorite time of the year. Me too.
2: Merry Christmas!
0: It's
1: Christmas! Huh! There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of
2: Christmases long ago. It's the most wonderful time! My dreams are flowing, and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. Yes, the most wonderful time. Yes, the most wonderful.
1: You know, the only hard part of the holidays is uh,
2: all the confusing feelings.